right, man. <laughs> we, where was your You guys have a license to be in here? Did you pay? Oh, God. Actually, no. <laughs> I'm calling the police. <laughs> I ain't got enough for that. All right, collecting myself, collecting myself, collecting myself. Welcome back to another episode of What's Good Bro Podcast. Uh, we got a partial crew. For now. For now. For now. For now. We still early. Or maybe for the rest of the episode. We don't know yet. I don't know, but either way, it's going to be a good we episode. Shall see. Yep. Uh, we got a lot lined up on our docket, man. A lot to share, a lot to talk about. Um, but before we do that, as always, yo, we got to go around, do our check in, yo. See what's good with the fellas that's here. Um, let's start with Dre, yo. What's been good with you, brother? I'm blessed. Uh, blessed and highly favored. Feeling good. You know, right. happy to be amongst us in like a physical. Yeah. <laughs> aspect but yeah outside of that i've been good you know ain't shit really changing for me still working from home yeah me too ain't nothing really changing outside of that all right steady steady sunny what's been good with you bro hey man um i'm just like dre working from home uh working to expand my skill set you know just trying to basically just add more and more you know to myself but also staying covid free for now <laughs> you know, I'm still dodging the Rona. Um, haven't, um, still don't know how I feel about the the vaccines as of yet. You know, mm. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still watching out for like the latest news on that. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, yeah, I know they gave uh, us a new option of a vaccine to take. Yeah, our boys at Johnny Hopkins got the the one dose. Yeah, that's that's something different right there. <laughs> But we'll one, see. One hit a quitter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you see how that go. Um, for myself, Coach K in the building. Uh, man, I've been like y'all, staying home, working. Um, I'm ready to just make moves, man. Um, hopefully we'll get past this COVID season. Yeah. Um, we'll have majority of people in the world and have their shots, and uh, we can just go out and have a ball for mm-hmm. real. Man, Take hopefully, man, it's starting to get south. nice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, it's starting to get nice outside. Exactly, yo. Where the waters are clear. You know what I'm saying? it's hot. Yes, yes. So I'm definitely trying to, you know, trying to stay patient, stay grounded. But when them times come, I'm going to be out there with, with every other African-American person that probably a little too soon, but we're going to be out there having a good time I mean, safely. You know what? Like I said, like I, I miss vacations. Like, mm-hmm. I miss being able to, to – to, have that full experience, but I miss concerts, man. Yeah, big time. I really can't wait to get back to concerts. That's yeah. my thing. Yeah, I agree with that one wholeheartedly. All right. See what everybody doing all right, you know, and uh, hopefully uh, tweets are going to pop in here soon. So now we got to go into the local stuff, man. Anything on the local tip? Uh, <laughs> locally, you know. <laughs> go ahead, Dre. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, we love the strippers. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm glad they no longer unemployed. Yeah, we're going to have our soundboard next <laughs> year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, you know, they're not getting unemployment no more. You know, they finally able to go back to work, shaking that ass, shaking All that right. ass. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I ain't going to be in there, but, you know. I won't be there either. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't. I don't know who it would be, but he's not here. <laughs> Hey, so, the, so the strippers are no longer restricted to just their OnlyFans. Oh man, yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> they can now expand it's OnlyFans on it. in person now, right? Yeah, I'm curious how that's money. gonna go. It's gonna be some premiums on that basis, or it's gonna be like super low. It's gonna be the two dollar Tuesdays, and yeah, it's either gonna be <laughs> two dollar Tuesdays. Two dollar Tuesdays. 
they gonna have clear mask on and everything. It's gonna be interesting. Oh, look, you said clear mask. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yo. Um, did you see the um? They got this new mask out. Um, I think I saw someone on Sports Center or Bleacher Report. Um, Chack was sleeping with it. It's like a filter. Oh yeah, looks like a damn uh, astronaut helmet. Yeah, I seen but that. that what, think about a stripper with that, like trying to strip with the astronaut helmet. <laughs> She's staying germ free, yo. That's what matters, yo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That'd be interesting. <laughs> All right. Anything else on the the local tip? We're gonna move to the culture. I think it's a lot in the culture that we can that we can hit on for yeah, real. For real. I think locally we kind of done. Yeah. Let's spark it off, man. Um, well, first, before we really, really spark up, I will say I did see uh, <clears throat> Judas and the Black Messiah. Finally. Yeah, finally. That thing was, it was serious, man. I thought I wasn't going to like it because of the perspective that was coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, but just embracing that, yo, it was a really dope movie, man. So yeah, I definitely they told the story it. well. Yeah, they did. They did. They really yeah. did. I don't, you know, the one thing I don't like was like, because people, because sometimes when you play a role too good, they associate that role with your actual character in real yeah. life. Mm-hmm. The way they doing Lake Keith is like is kind of crazy. It's like, oh yeah, this is you in real life. I'm like, For he's real? an actor. They did that to him. He's a yeah. Um, but they didn't say nothing about the nigga that played Fred Hampton. He's not even American. Like, <laughs> <laughs> from like London. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but they try to they try to do that. But I think Lake Lake Keith kind of set himself up because apparently he had the. Um, he had like one of those actor moments where he tried to prepare the role by engulfing, like immersing himself in the mm. role out off camera. Mm. So it was just like he played it so well that it's like, are you really like that? Would you really do this? Mm. And then I think like Keith really posed a question. Like a lot of people, um, what's his name, William O'Neill? Yeah. Like yeah, a lot of people would have pulled pulled that, um, given those options. Like oh yeah, like you know, work for the government or you know to to take down this person. I don't think his original plan was to get him killed, though. Yeah. Like, that wasn't his, like, oh, well, he's in jail for five years. That, that's good enough, right? Like, right. nah, we need him off the board. Like, yeah. And then that's when he went crazy. Yeah, I did. I don't know if we said this in the last episode or if I just heard it in general that he had to really seek out therapy after doing that. Yeah. Too. So that was, that was big. Pussy. <laughs> <I'm> chill. <laughs> that's some, no, nah, for that, real. That though. makes sense, that's though. That's some. Yo. That, yeah, shit. I mean, when you put yourself in that role and the way he did, it would make sense that he would need. He something. didn't do nothing spectacular. I, I mean, mean, just the the being that person and playing that role, knowing like, come on, it's not like he was like trans. He transformed into like a character, like the I mean, Joker. He, he, he got it. He was a regular person. Not really. Like, if you really looked at certain situations where he had to be like covert, like an undercover within the Black Panther Party, and play a character, he was playing a character that was playing a character. Yeah. So it's like I, I get it. It's not exactly. He's um, an actor. <laughs> so that's actor. Huh? <laughs> I mean, he's he's he got paid to do what he does. But that was, that was that was a, a really it. tough role to play I've and really to, be deep in. Based too. on your answer, I was trying to think of this guy's name. Who's the dude who died who played the Joker in the Dark Knight? Like uh, the, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Yeah. Like so, it can go. It is levels to this. So if him, you know, with this character, he needed to go to therapy. With Heath Ledger, you know, he ended up like didn't he off himself? Like didn't kill himself? Yeah, but not because like, of the Joker role. It was because he did broke back mountain. Okay. Wow. All right. Uh, <laughs> no, that's what. That's really what happened. I, I, no, I don't. I, I don't. Really, I don't know the story. So I, I really thought it was because of the joke. Nah, thing, it was he broke back mouth. Yeah. Oh wow. 
All right, so well, okay. Did y'all see anybody see Coming to America too? I did. Yep. I oh that. my, let's talk about bad right. movies. Stop it, <laughs> yo! Oh, come on, oh, man. you are trash. That shit no, was terrible. You are trash, yo. That shit was terrible. All right. The I, only thing good about it was all the people that didn't die from the first one was in the second one. Other than that, what was good about the movie? Tell me. What did it you was expect? A, it was a yo? good movie. A good movie. It was. It was. It was a what good was movie. Good, what, what was good about it? The cast was good. The storyline <laughs> was the, decent. <laughs> well, that was my point. The cast from the second one. I thought is the, yeah, cast from the first Jones storyline was good. Yeah. I thought that was a good addition. It's the same storyline from the first one. And it's they not, made it no, work. not the. I'm they talking about Leslie work. Jones. Like, like they didn't have like some, like, you know, some baby mama who like you know came back and they did it. I th- I like what they did with the flashbacks. Mm-hmm. I love what they did with that. I like how they use the technology to make. You know, current day Eddie Murphy and um, what's the other guy's name? Arsenio, Arsenio. Hall, um, younger, and then they they added that they almost like added a wrinkle to the story, which provided the the second one. It's not going to be the same level. You got two yeah. legends no, I, that I, play I, multiple all, roles. We and knew it was going to be bad. <laughs> no one so thought it was you gonna knew it was going to be bad. No, but that, then you still think, I think it was terrible. No, I, I think that's terrible. <laughs> I think well, people are giving it a harsh review because everybody was anticipating it to be good, like better than what. It was. It, it wasn't. The expectations weren't reasonable for this. Like you, you're not going to have a repeat. Like yo, you have to understand that the original uh, movie was a beast. You had these two dudes play ten different characters, and they killed all the characters. Man, I can't believe you said that, dog. Like, like it, it was. was a, it was good. Yo. It was. It was. It was, was funny. It, it had. It, I like that. It brought back like all the old characters. Just about like you said, all was this. They're still alive, right. and they still had the old people in the barbershop, yo. That, that's just funny, yo. They was they was going off in there. It they was were. it was a funny move, um, funny movie. The storyline, it, it was it was good. I saw the, I saw the lessons that they were trying to teach. It's, it's a new it's a new it's generation. The same lessons from the first movie. In in a new way for the new audience, yo. It worked how it, a it, sequel it, works. It, it, that's how thing, sequels work. Yeah, badly. That's why they don't make them. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they don't make them. Only thing I probably didn't like was. In the beginning, uh, or just like Tiana Taylor's role, like I understand the concept of it and the whole thing of it, but like, like that role was kind of. You know what it was? Um, uh, Akeem's son was a, a, a terrible. Okay, he was okay. Terrible. Okay. Like he was okay. okay. Like he was like he was like the main character. Yeah. Him and Akeem were the two main characters, but they didn't like. But Eddie did his part, but the. His son didn't really do no, his part. Eddie Murphy well. wasn't good either. He was smiling the whole movie. He was just happy to make the movie. Yeah, it, it did look like it, <laughs> was, was, it looked like it was like a movie. comedy movie, yo. Like they they was all there having a good time. It was so bad. I I look. I watched yeah. it. You, you tough you, crowd. You a critic, yo. Yo, tough crowd. Yeah. So what would you? All right, on a scale of one to ten. You <laughs> <Rotten> tomatoes. <laughs> Two. God, it's <laughs> not good. Yo, that's I'm, so I'm disrespectful. A, I'm giving it a six. I'll give it a six yeah. on the tomato scale. I would have given it like a 7.5. Hey, yeah, it's six, seven. <laughs> <laughs> but 7. you got to understand, the original is a 10 out of 10. Like, it's a 10 out of 10. It was an outstanding movie. Like, I that's, think the transition of it was a lot better, too. Like, for what they did, yo, like, you, it worked. <sighs> the, the cast was solid. It worked in the sense that it actually came out, but it was a terrible movie. <laughs> You know what? That's what they could do, even with the budget that they had. They talked about how high of a budget. How much do you think Eddie Murphy going to charge? How much do you think Tiana Taylor is going to charge? How much do you think like yeah, Arsenio that. Hall at this point is going to charge? They're going to charge more than the originals. Yeah, that so that means the new characters. Charging who? Interest- they the ones that made the movie. 
Like they they're gonna they're gonna take most of the budget. They're gonna be like if if it's a high budget, the 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 vast majority of funds are going to them. It's not gonna go to the new actors like really too much because I've never heard the new main character. I've never heard of this guy. Yeah. Like the new guy, his um. The 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 little girls like Akeem's uh, daughters never heard of them. Mm-hmm. This is like their like you know they debut. You know what I mean, and for them debut, really. that would be a good you know that's a good debut. And they didn't do movie. like I will say this: they didn't do awful. They just did okay. <laughs> and then the people that came back did good. Like nobody nobody really did anything that was trash. Like it, it didn't do anything that was trash. It was just a good. It was okay. <laughs> it good was movie. it was a good movie. Though. It was okay. Yeah. Like people just wanted to be. Oh my god, this is gonna be legendary. Oh now, god. I will say this though, I do love this at home movie situation now. So HBO Max and you know Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. So we ain't gotta go to the theaters. I don't like how you segue that because this movie was never going to be in a the movie theater. It, it it was nah, it was nah. it was a hype train. Too much of a hype train. Uh, if they wanted to, it could have still been in theaters, but nah. Dre, you going to watch it again, dog? <laughs> I will never watch it. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. I'm gonna need you to watch it again, yo. Yeah, man. Take like, take what different lens on. So it, here's yo. my thing: was it as good as the original? Hell no. Man. Was it a decent movie? Yes, it was decent. Okay, I'm gonna let y'all win. I'll let y'all win. <laughs> Anything else in the culture, man? Let's just go on to the next. Um, one. the hoes down in Atlanta. You know, it's All Star Day because it's not a weekend no more. True, true. Uh, so I heard they out there sleeping in cars and shit because you know, times is rough. I guess. Yo, y'all be safe, man. That's catch, catch them a baller, man. Yeah, yeah. They got um a bunch of no name ass people. Yeah, in the dunk contest and shit. Mm-hmm. A bunch of rookies and sophomore, one sophomore, I think. I mean, but that yeah. was going to happen. So, um, I saw something like, so who do you know? Do you do, can anybody like pull up like a a list of the dunk contest contestants? It's uh, Cassius Stanley who played at Duke last year. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not even on a. He's like in the the G League. Like he's not. He's not currently signed to an NBA. Roster. I thought he was with the Pacers. He was drafted by the Pacers, but he has not played a game for the Pacers yet. Wow. They're doing things a little different this year. Okay. Um, who else? Um, and then the guy who was, like, one of the top picks for the Knicks, uh, Obi Toppin. Obi Toppin. He's not. He's he was, a, like, the player of the year in the NCAA last year. He's, he's, he's and then good. some kid named Anthony, Anthony Simons from Portland. So, no Zion, which is what we wanted. Like, what, what are they doing? Like, uh, are they doing a we're – do, we're still doing a three-point contest, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the three-point contest got some heavy hitters. This got Steph, uh, Steph, Devin Booker, uh, Jason Tatum. Okay. Uh, they have got Clay. Nah, Clay, Clay not playing. Um, who else? J- Jalen Brown from the Celtics. and Jalen Brown's going to be in the three-point contest? Yeah. Hey. Uh, he's he's going um, to lose. Who else? Donovan Mitchell, mm-hmm. which I didn't think of him as a three point shooter. Um, Boy, all yeah, star. Bunch of, I mean, I think Steph won't win it between Steph and Devin Booker. But that sounds, that sounds about predictable. NBA All Star Weekend, you know. Uh, I'm surprised they had it for real. They, they made it happen. Well, you know, they our boy that money. Ron didn't want to have it. Mm. But you know, I don't even know why we're doing this. Hey. So who y'all gonna get, uh, take? Le- team LeBron or Team Durant? 
I don't even know why Kevin Durant had a team. He's not. He's hurt, so they should <laughs> let someone else pick. Because now Team LeBron is stacked. Now where's that link? Yeah, I, th- I think yeah, Team LeBron died. Just cause like LeBron, he, you know, he's not an idiot. He's gonna pick all the like, you know. Yo, LeBron got like Giannis, <laughs> Steph, uh, Kawhi. Paul George. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he even, <laughs> he pe- beating the people he beat out, like or that that beat him. Like it's crazy. Like the Man. team's not even close. Like it's gonna be ugly. Yeah. I, but I think they're still playing like the rule they did last year, where it's like you gotta get to a certain score yeah. in the last quarter before the game's over. Okay. So it might be a little competitive, but maybe not. Uh, what else we got to talk about? Uh, um, I I think they should keep the same format exactly. Like, I think it should like I, I think if like the All Star game had a theme, like maybe it could be like themed after Kobe or something. Mm. Like, and just yeah. keep that same format know. for the fourth quarter. Oh, so we didn't. Well, it's not really relevant no more. But y'all heard that Meek Mill, I guess oh, bar, that, yeah, the that, Kobe that bar, bar that yeah, he had. Yeah, it was unnecessary. It was it was a terrible bar. Yeah, and it was unnecessary. Yeah. She she was all right for that for real. So, but you know what? He apologized, which you know, good for me. Uh, anything else in uh, the culture? Drake, Drake, uh, Drake, drop a, the EP. Anybody listen? We don't to that? want the EP. We want the album, nigga. <laughs> facts, facts. But it's, it's a good warm up. It's a good warm up. But man. Okay, Drake and Rick easy. Ross need to do an album together. Mm, that'd be smooth. As hell. Yeah, it would. That'd be smooth. But real smooth. Yeah, uh, I think that got me ready for uh, twenty twenty one for real. Cause you know when when Drake drops. The summer has begun. <laughs> Yo, it's a, Stop if it. Stop it. And it's up. <laughs> when that shit drops, it's over. He says, up and it's stuck. It's over. Hey, yo. Um, in dumbass Texas, you no more wearing a mask. Yo, you shouldn't be allowed to travel back from Texas without yeah. quarantining. Their leadership is, is trash for Didn't all my. Didn't they say something like fend for yourself or something? Basically. Like, like one of the officials? Yeah, but fend for yourself don't mean shit when these people can travel to other states. Yeah. That means it's the shit that you get and you bring it back all over. That's how it got here in the first place. We was letting niggas from China and Europe come over here bringing the vaccine, bringing the disease. But you know what? Niggas been getting on planes all year anyway, so it don't matter. Yeah. Keep washing your hands, stay sanitized up with a mask, all that good stuff. Pull your mask up short. Yeah. Uh, what else we got to talk about? You know, niggas might get stimulated by the time y'all hear this. Hopefully, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Republicans is wild. The motherfuckers say <laughs> they, they fighting that <laughs> thing. Fuck, <laughs> the Republicans is wild. Yo, nobody Yo they voted for the bill, and then they said they voted for the bill. And then the nigga was like, "We need y'all to read the bill," but you already voted for it. Yo, <laughs> so. <laughs> The poor secretaries in the motherfucker said it was like, nigga, you want us to read this 700-page bill? Yo, it took him like <laughs> He said, yep. Ounce. And then as they read the bill, the nigga that requested them to read it left. <laughs> Stick with <laughs> home. <laughs> hey, yo, this shit was dirty. Like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Yo. This is crazy. This nigga's is wild. Shout out to the black vice president. <laughs> Breaking all the ties. Uh, <laughs> I guess... This is not really news, but you know, people was upset to find out that Dr. Seuss was racist. <laughs> but he was a white man I was wondering, in the 40s. 
I was so. wondering what was going on with that because I saw something about Dr. Seuss. I, I didn't hear about this one. Apparently, I mean, not even apparently. This nigga had like hella like racist shit in his, not necessarily in like most of his books, but like he was like a cartoonist before he wrote books. Oh wow! And them joints was hella racist. Damn. But he's it was he was a white man in the like the. The 1920s and 40s. Yeah. How did this come yeah. out? How do you even just in 20, like 21, just pull this out? Well, you know, you know, niggas don't read, but you know, some nigga picked up a book and was like, "This don't look right." <laughs> did Doctor Seuss wrote this before he was Doctor Seuss? I mean, people even saying that. Well, they saying the cat in the hat is racist. They saying that that's like some racist shit. But you know, the cat's black. Got a top hat, white gloves on. Looks kind of like blackface, but you know, like the WB frog. Yeah, oh, it, could, it, could, it could be working. Uh, yeah. Hello, my baby. Hello, my baby. Yeah. Like, nope. Hey, yo, y'all funny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's. I mean, yeah. damn. I, we tried to draw this out so Twan could show up, but God yeah. damn. Yeah. Yeah. And now, so what did we are in March? So we definitely got to highlight um, Women's History Month. Um, so shout out to all the women. Um, that's out here holding it down. Shout out to y'all, man. Yeah, we're not gonna say too much because our producer don't. <laughs> Never mind. I'm just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> she can look it up. Cut Shout the y'all, man. <laughs> Number yeah. four, the broke code is protect all women. Protect <laughs> <laughs> them at all costs. All right, yeah, we're gonna take a break right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fellas, moving on. Um, we definitely gotta highlight. Um, what we was doing this morning before we popped up and started recording for real. Um, we got a call from a good brother that runs an organization out here in the city, um, Noisy Tenants. Um, this organization was created to um, really inspire and provide opportunities for our youth um, in creating and building their skills to leverage for their own success. Um, one of the projects that they're running right now is called Noisy Burgers. Um, they are located in our house. Um, which is a, like a open cafeteria area, a lot of great businesses and restaurants in there. And um, just to see them in there working, um, a group of young men, black men, um, serving up burgers, man. So we went up there today and uh, support the cause, and now we're here just to check back in and, and you know, tell y'all to do the same for real. Uh, they're definitely doing some great work in this city, and um, we're really going to be pushing for support for real. So, uh I got, yeah, I like the burgers here, which I have, yo. Oh, yeah, they was good. Um, I tried the, um, you know, the noisy burger. You know, it was really good. I think, that, you know, they, they had the noisy sauce, the sautéed onions, you know, cheddar, you know, cheddar cheese burger. You know, it was good. It was real good. I definitely enjoyed it. Um, yeah, they're doing their thing over there. You know, it's not just, you know, they're not just, you know, asking for your support, not providing anything. It's definitely quality. Quality burgers. Yeah, definitely quality. That burger was. Thick. was smacking. Thing was smacking. It was thick, man. We got nice thick patty. Juicy. Selling it. Yeah, that's the truth, though. That's the truth. And, you know, I don't even really do red meat like that. Yeah. Nor bacon, but, you know, burger was slapping. For the cause. For the cause. Yeah, so they're located at our house. Follow them on Instagram. Um, at Noisy Tenants, and the second page is at Noisy Burgers. Um, they're really not hard to find, but the food is definitely good and worthwhile, man. So make that trip if you can. 
Yes, sir. And then, now we're going to move on to uh, it's March. So I, I definitely just want to highlight a woman of the month. Um, okay. And I saw a story, and it kind of just inspired me um, to do this for real, for real. And it was um, Renee Montgomery. She's a, a WNBA player from uh, the Atlantic Dream, I believe the team name is. A two-time champion. Um, and now she's a, a social leader, for real, for real. So what happened was her owner of the team uh, was running for a center, senator of the state. Oh, yeah. That's oh, I think she I was heard about, about it. some racist shit. Yeah, so she was talking <laughs> about some real racist shit. So uh, Renee decided to take off from basketball and, you know, really dive in on her skills to become a, a activist, social justice activist. Uh, so she took a year off, and in that year she came back, and now she's a, a part owner of the team, the Atlantic Dream WNBA team, and she's also a member of the leadership board. Um, so just for that move that she made, um, just the last year mm-hmm. from being a player to now an owner of a, the team the, with the owner talking all that nasty stuff to his players, like that was a form of disrespect for us. And she decided to take it upon herself to, to build and to put herself in a position for the culture. So That's definitely want to highlight her and, you know, yeah, really the whole WNBA for yeah, real, cause for real. they've been ahead of the game. Yeah. Like we we do think that the NBA is like probably the most progressive, like sports league, but the WNBA is like miles ahead of them. Yeah, they've been working. They just don't get paid for real. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, they've been doing their thing. Yeah, they they definitely lead when it comes to the social, um, justice movement. You know, you think about where Breonna Taylor and the Eric Garner and them, you know, playing basketball in the bubble, and they was really just. Being yeah, I mean, shit. If you even want to think about it, like how, like we had in the bubble, like there was a, a like a two or three days where like they just stopped playing because like the the guy in Wyoming or Milwaukee had yeah. got caught got shot. But the yeah. WNBA was like really the first ones to not play a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you know it's a shame because I think it's all about you know getting eyeballs on the games. Because you'll really start to see, like, you know, if you're used to watching the WNBA games, that's when you notice the difference. So it's about, you know, bringing more fans over to the sport. I think that's that's something that, you know, needs to happen, you know, figuring out a way to do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, more revenue, more eyeballs, more exposure, and then we can actually um, expand the amount of people who can actually see the work that they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, me and my dad used to go to uh, WNBA games all the time, for real. Word? Yeah. Okay. And they, you know, tickets normally be in that f- the whole stadium with <laughs> nobody <laughs> else in there. About empty as hell in that joint, yo. But yeah, that's hey, when you man. can go down to, you know, section 100 and nobody else in that joint. <laughs> Finesse it. Yeah, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> not, 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 not this month, yo. <laughs> like, real, real sorry. Yeah, I have a lot of editing to do this joint. <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> We're going strong, yo. <laughs> for real, for real. <laughs> Oh, man. But, yes, yo, Women's History Month and um, Renee Montgomery, uh, two-time WNBA champion, now executive owner. I said executive owner. Um, I could say that. Um, owner and a member of the leadership team for the Atlantic Dream. Um, we salute you. Big moves. Yep, yep, yep. And now, um, dang, I didn't even get to highlight our main topic uh, in the intro, man. I, I'm, I slipped up today. Yo. I'm sorry, fellas. But uh, we're going to have a <laughs> shame, shame, <laughs> we're going to have a real good conversation. Um, this is a conversation that's, you know, 
bigger than bigger than about being a man. But every man goes through it. Um, we're gonna be talking about overcoming adversity, overcoming obstacles. You know, getting to the other side of whatever you know you might be going through. Cause everybody going through something. Right. So that's what we here for. Come right back. Yep. Yep. So uh, moving on to our main topic today, uh, overcoming obstacles, ab- adversity. Um, just really finding ways to push forward through life, yo. Um, one thing you realize is that um, everybody goes through something. Um, so there's always an obstacle around the corner if you're not going through one right now. Um, so just, you know, finding ways to always get through is, is really essential out here. Um, so that's what we're going to be chopping up about today. Yup, yup. Let's get into it. Let's get right into it. Uh, so it's just like, what, what does the obstacle mean to you? And um, I think like basically like I, I mean I guess just to start it off like an obstacle could be something is no no could be you yeah. know like a no to like a you know a job opportunity um or any type of opportunity that you feel like you've worked hard for you deserve you know that's an obstacle and that's the obstacle that a lot of that a lot of people face especially like you know you know black people and since we are the what's good bro podcast you know specifically black men and it's something that you know we most of us have been taught and raised to understand that that's a fact of life like you know sometimes you got to work twice as hard to get in the same spot as other people so you know no nah, that's real yeah I, I think obstacles are a part of nature i think i mean it's, it's one of those uh those laws of science where with every action is an equal and opposite reaction so whatever way that you're trying to go it's always going to be something pressing against you in the opposite direction so i mean whatever that could be that's ultimately what we would i guess define as an obstacle so um this is something that you got to learn to to press through um and they all not the same so you just have to develop different skills on how to overcome them yeah, I definitely like that. They're all not the same. Uh, obstacle could be something simple, but also something grand and big when it comes to achieving your goals. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, honestly, for me, just when I think about my own journey, it's like a lot of things that I've been through, I didn't realize it was an obstacle until I went through it because I yeah. just didn't take that time to, to see it. Um, mm-hmm. But that's also an important thing of understanding, you know, when it is a difficult time that you're in, and learning how you can adjust to to make it better. Um, I'm trying to fix my mic right here. So <laughs> yeah, but I'm uh, saying, uh, you have my <laughs> Yeah, but um, so yeah, I have an example of an obstacle that y'all been through recently or got through. Oh man, it's like um, so like when when you when you think about obstacles, like it, it's really about your your mindset. Like you could get denied, like maybe even a um. A job opportunity or like I, I would say like maybe a, a delay or something like you know um, when you're achieve when you're working to achieve a goal I think one thing that a lot of us go through is like we have all the qualifications like look I meet I meet the criteria uh, shout out to Isaiah Thomas uh, <laughs> I met all the qualifications you know I met I, I've done everything I was supposed to do but then the answer was still no and understanding that, you know, you may have to keep going. Uh, you you got to keep, like, okay, well, go to the next opportunity, next opportunity, don't stop, don't quit. You got to keep pushing through it. That separates a lot of people, I think. Yeah. I'm sorry. 
I'm, I'm still trying to pick my mic right here, yo. And I'm not trying like, to be disrespectful. I have to, to like, my... not look at you speak because I'm like, yo, this nigga got his whole microphone off the table. Yo, he, he trying to get it right, you know? Uh, <laughs> I'm to do for, it for those who listen. quietly, like shit. <laughs> yeah, but um, it's, it's all about pushing through it, man. Like, understanding, like, I think that's why, like, most of our parents really prepped us. Like, look, you're going to get told no in life. Like, you're going to have these adversities. You got to push through. You can't give up. You got to work harder. If there's an opportunity in which they're saying, like, yeah, you met the standards, but someone was better, be better. Yeah. Like, just improve. Add another skill set. Add to your uh, repertoire. Like, you know, you just have to keep on figuring out a way to get to where you need to go. And then um, I think the hardest thing, about obstacles is understanding like what, what's an obstacle that's here to tell you that you need to work harder and then there are certain obstacles that are there to tell you this is it for you yeah you know mm-hmm. like yep. I, i'm not there are not many mugsy bowls out there in the nba like you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. mugsy bowls was like five three if you five four you come at heart size like the nba might not be for you like that's that's the reality you mm-hmm. may have another you know purpose on this earth but you know um you know, that's just an example of like something not being for you. You know, that's but yeah, and I think the one of the biggest things about obstacles is when we when we grow up, it's never like obstacles aren't really. They're not like told. They're not talked about often. Where it's like, yeah, you know that you got to be better than like white people. Like two times is better just to get half of what they got, but. There's no detail into what that actually looks like, or what that, or how how to live through that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, but it, it, you know, I think people have different experiences. Like, like let's say you know you try like like I mean, as a little kid, probably not. But there's no way to really illustrate to, that to you, at so much as a little kid. Besides, like, um, you you don't always get what you want just because you want it. Like that's the first lesson. Then let's say you try to go out for sports and like in school or something like that. Um, you know, you may not make the team. You may try out. You gotta, you gotta practice harder, or maybe it's not for you. That like you slowly start to progress into lessons that may lead you up to like, like you know. Unfortunately, some people are going through this. I didn't get this job. Now I'm scrambling on a way to survive, or I'm scrambling on a way to 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 uh, take care of my family. Yeah, but I think by the time that we learn that we realize that it it's kind of too late we've already been under the mindset that everything's gonna go good for you like you're not gonna have no trouble when that's just not realistic yeah um and uh you know and i agree to an extent i think what i think we get told broadly i think we do get told broadly like i i talk about this a lot like my parents just told just knew to told tell me to go to college they didn't tell me like hey you know, they weren't able to tell me, hey, if you go this route, these are the type of opportunities that may wait for you in this field. Mm. They, they just didn't have the knowledge to tell me that because, you know, my brother went to college, but my neither one of my parents went to college. Mm. You know, neither one of them went that route. So they just like, oh, well, go to college and, you know, just do 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 what you're supposed to do there and then it should work out. But that's that's not always that the would, case. Well, yeah, because, yeah. you know, it's it's also like part of their They don't have the knowledge because they don't have the experience, but also – we we think of things like in too much of a black and white term where it's like oh once you do this step one will get you to yeah or like they think that everything is from point a to point b but Mm -hmm. really it's like a point a one a point a two it's like a lot of different 
smaller points within that that you're going to have to face before you actually get from A to B. That's real. And 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 here's the here's the scary part, right? So, and, and I wouldn't even say a scary part. It's just something that you know. Hopefully, if you're a younger, you know, younger uh, dude or younger younger uh, young lady, like one thing that you may want to take more serious is your networking. Like, it's just like, it's not like what you know is who you know. Mm. I have not gotten an employment opportunity or an opportunity to make money without actually knowing somebody. Like, in my experience, I knew somebody yeah. that was able to get me a job or or put me in front of somebody that was able to get me to a point. And then I think about that, I'm like, dang, like, that's real. Like, mm-hmm. yo, I probably wouldn't even have gotten this far in the process without knowing somebody. That's definitely so like work on your networking like try to be like you know try to make those connections especially within a field that you like like start to you know shake hands rub shoulders with people you know that's a big thing and i think you know us as you know especially us as black people we we started out and we didn't have any connections we didn't have any anything any ownership in in the country so we had to start off from a point of oh i have the skill maybe i'm you know i should be qualified for the job no like you we don't network with you. We don't. We don't have this connection with you, so we're not going to hire you here. Yeah. And then now we're starting to get to a point where we can network with each other. We do have people at, you know, companies and, and things of that nature that can maybe help us get in the door. Because a lot of us, what we're realizing with a bachelor's, master's, or even a PhD, it's a struggle to get in the door. Yeah. It's a struggle to get a shot. That's where I see a lot of people struggling, like to just get the opportunity. Once they get the opportunity, they they, they can usually excel. So mm-hmm. when you're talking about obstacles, the first obstacle is an opportunity to show what you can do. Yeah, and I think about myself like that was probably one of the toughest points for me graduating college, thinking, all right, bet I got my degree, you know, I had an internship, so I'm thinking I'm gonna be smooth right in. Like I got everything I need, but then it actually took me about like four months. Uh, to really solidify what was happening, like my career was all up in the place, all up in the air, and I just didn't know what to do. And it, it took—I I was low for a minute, um, but you know, just fighting through and understanding, like I'm gonna get through this. I'm gonna find out what I should be doing work-wise. Like I want this. Like I want my start my career. You know now, and um, it took some time, but I was able to, to see it through and and leverage it the best I can. Um, and that's thing that's also important, just about being persistent through whatever you're going through. Um, just staying persistent and knowing that there is an end to it. But you know, once you get to the end, it is more work. You know. Yeah. And yeah. I think. Oh, and um, I was just gonna make a quick point. Um, never stop investing in yourself, man. Like yeah. I think that's the that's, the that's another thing. Like if you keep adding to to yourself, you you're only becoming a better a, a better and better candidate. Like for somebody to to bring on the more that you add like look i can do this as well then the following year you're you're just keep adding and adding and adding then it's just like after a while they're just like well we can't deny this person anymore like they're just too qualified for us to deny said that resume looked too damn good Mm -hmm. to turn him down right that's what you want at least give him a shot of an interview yeah exactly (laughs) right that's the key that's the key right yeah um I don't know. I think I, I, another big obstacle that uh, we face, I think, is probably perception. Um, mm. I feel 
like in terms of what you Sonny was talking about where you know you have to invest in yourself in terms of your, like your skill set but I also think that another investment is exploring alternatives to how to reach your goal like mm-hmm. college ain't for everybody and yeah. honestly like you said like that the degree is so watered down that mm-hmm. if you can get your foot in the door early without a degree or without like that high level degree you better off with getting the experience, experience than getting yeah, a degree. Yeah. Like if you have experience with just like a bachelor's, they're gonna take the experience because they don't have to teach you how to do the job. Right. So you have to find alternatives because I think it's too often where we think that we're gonna get this degree and that's gonna qualify us for a job. I mean, nah, and I can, yeah, we I all can know you. by now that that's not that's, that's not, not it. You have to have wish, something wish it was. on your resume. To show that you can actually do the job, and you know what, I, I thank God. Like even though you know, even though I had to find this out the hard way, I thank God I don't have a mountain full of debt. Like think about mm-hmm. finding out that fact, and then finding out you're behind the eight ball as far as that. Like you know, you you got people out here with over a hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt because they went to a big institution mm-hmm. and still don't have a job yeah. that pays them sufficiently enough. That's tough. So now you just, like, you're almost feel like, I went backwards. I came into college without debt. Now I have $100,000 in debt, and I still didn't get the job I thought I was going to get. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, cool, it's a game. Uh, yeah, I think we got to focus more on what would be considered productive versus getting, like, an accolade. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you can go to, to Harvard and get, like, a 2.7, but you could have also went to a smaller school, where they would have paid more attention to you, you probably would have got a 4.0, mm-hmm. would have been able, I mean, I don't know, who knows what would have happened, but I think we all strive for what's considered to be elite, but really, that's probably not what's best for all of us. I'm going to I'm gonna make a point, and, and I'm going to say something, and I don't, you know, I don't want people to get offended by this, but I think especially, like, a lot of, you know, black people, like, you know, I think we struggle with this, I think, we don't, we don't, like, I think with us, like, we're trying to, we try to figure stuff out a little bit too much at the college level, and I think you, you should have an idea. Like, when you leave high school, like, when you when you leave that level, you should have an idea of what you want to do so you can kind of focus on it, like, go for your, you know, go for internships, go for your special, like, specialize in something. Like a trade, yeah. Because that's how you gain your experience. Mm-hmm. If you can get an internship where you are actually actively working and doing the job of what you could get paid to do once you have your degree, that, oh, my God. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that that you can use that as experience during your education. So you have the education plus experience. So don't tell – stop telling your kids to figure it out. Oh, yeah, you'll figure it out once you get there. That's tuition. That mm-hmm. is <laughs> – like yeah. that – like, no, Solid. like, have an idea of what you want to do. Like, have yeah. the job in mind. Have yeah. something, at least have it in mind. Like, okay, what? if you want to be a doctor, like, go like go through the, that path. If you want to be, you know, uh, you know, an engineer, like, figure out a way that you can actually work within that job specifically so that you're prepared to get a job outside, you know, after graduation. And the experience, for mm-hmm. sure. Definitely. Um, so what are... What, what would you say is the biggest obstacle um, that black men, we'll say as a whole, are facing? Opportunity. Uh, between opportunity and then us subconsciously trying to be white men. 
expand more on that. Sometime. Yeah, um, I think man. that a lot of our ideals are uh, they were founded by white men, so yeah. we're chasing like Hollywood type of media like the Hollywood, like right the now. whole white picket fence bullshit. Yeah, like that's not how even before we were in America, that's not how we live. Like, yeah. so we trying to adapt our genetic like personalities into a concept that we don't really have and i don't think it's it's hasn't served us well since we've been in america like we'll have a couple people that are successful and we tend to focus on like the two percent of black people that are successful Mm -hmm. and we think that because those two percent did it that that reflects the the nature of like our our black men as a whole but it's not reality like yeah. when obama became president mm-hmm. everybody was like oh look at black people they got it great mm-hmm. it's like shit that don't mean nothing that was the first guy he was the first guy and he was raised by white people <laughs> like yeah and i think I, I think you made a great point about percentages like i think we really i think social media and i and um and i kind of touched on this a little bit you know, in the in the sunny in my last sunny report, like we look at um, percentages so much, like we really base ourselves based on one percenters. Like, understand your your success, and I will tell people, like your success is not based on the one percent. Mm-hmm. Yet, like ten like ten percent ten percent of all Americans make over a hundred thousand dollars a year, but yet you, it's this whole expectation. I'm like. That is 10%. That's not 10% just because of laziness and some people work harder than others. That's just 10% period of, you know, job opportunities and what the nation needs to run. Mm -hmm. So if you have this, oh, if 90% or if, let's say, like, it seems like 50 or 60% of people have a $100,000 expectation, you're going to end up, like, most of us are going to end up being depressed because it's just going to be like, well... You have this expectation of the 10% that you're seeing, and then other people have this expectation of the 1% of the less than 1% that you're seeing. It's like, you're, you, like yeah, you just have reasonable expectations for what you're going for. Yeah, reasonable it's, expectations is definitely key. Um, I mean, but I definitely don't want to stop nobody from dreaming big. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also essential of creating a, a reasonable plan. Like, mm-hmm. it's possible, but how are you going to get there, and what do you plan on sacrificing to get there well yeah and it's not like we're not docking nobody for dreaming big but what does your dream have to do with like what we talked about last episode what is your is your dream your purpose because those could be two different things yeah like that yeah your purpose your purpose could be like something completely different you may not want to eat it or accept it it could be something totally totally different than what you're shooting for and what you're shooting for could be something that won't even first of all you may not even find happiness in it because you're just shooting for like for a dollar amount or an expectation for the people around you. You're yeah. doing this to have a comfortable position in the people around you, like um, like mind. Yeah. Like, okay, now everybody around me thinks I'm a success because I did this. You're not even doing it for you anymore. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about obstacles, that is an obstacle. That's a mental obstacle. I'm not going to go for this 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 dream that I really want to do or this thing that I feel like I'm talented at because um, – because my, my mom and dad need me to be a doctor. My mom and my dad need me to be a lawyer. I have no interest in these things, but I, I'm going to do this so I don't disgrace them or disappoint them. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I think that that's big, man. It's like living for yourself, uh, living in your own purpose, being self self determined mm -hmm. uh, in what you want to do, um, and you know, I think that's really important um, when overcoming obstacles because you know when you're trying to overcome something, it's gonna be difficult, mm -hmm. hard, like extremely hard. And if you don't have that passion for it, and you don't feel like it's truly in your purpose, um, then that's that's just a road to left, you know, and not yeah. coming back. Yeah, you you know, um, like when you when you're doing something that you're passionate about, like um, the late great Kobe Bryant, he never felt like basketball was ever work because he was passionate about it. Like mm -hmm. he would go in there early to like to work hard, and he was like, "This is fun. Like right. I, I think this is fun. Like going to practice, hooping, like and working is fun." Mm -hmm. And then that is a dangerous thing in that in that sport because it's like when everybody just like, "Oh, I'll practice, I'll practice." He's so into his purpose that it's like it's enjoyable to him, yeah. and that's different because you know that that you know that makes you more productive, makes you more successful, makes you more like just you live longer. Exactly. Let's point blank. You yeah, live man. longer when you when you live on your purpose. There are millionaires and billionaires out here who are depressed as hell because they did it for a dollar sign. Yeah, they worked hard, but they were miserable while mm -hmm. they were doing it because they're not in their purpose. They're doing it for the dollars, and they're sad. They're miserable. Like I understand, like they 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 crying. They what are they saying? They crying in a uh, what's that car? A Tesla. Like crying in a Tesla <laughs> or whatever you know luxury car. <sighs> but they still crying and they still yeah, depressed. That's, real. that's 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 big real crying yeah. in a Tesla. Well, you got a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> like what you what you upset about? I, I hate that too. Like oh you got money, you got this. What are you upset about? Like, what you mad about? Like. Uh, that's that's really not everything, man. Yeah, that's that's important. Man. I mean, it's not everything, yeah. but we've centered our goals around mm -hmm. being financially successful. When yeah. if that's all you like, you like we said, only like ten percent of the country makes over a hundred thousand dollars a year. So if it's not, we're not saying that that shouldn't be a goal, but we have to be realistic in saying that your whole that be if you have ten friends, only one of y'all is going to make a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. So all of y'all can't be like on the steady grind to think, oh, I'm just trying to make a hundred thousand dollars. Right. You're missing out on so much of life if yeah. that's your only goal. And and we not on earth to make money because money is just a concept. It's not a real thing. Mm -hmm. It's something. It's man made. Yeah. We had value in other things before money existed. So, I just think that we gotta. Uh, I don't know, stray away from like this whole obsession with money. Imagine waking up every day. Let's say you have a you have a comfortable life financially, and you wake up and you roll out of bed and you're and you're doing what like what you're probably going to do in your retirement, like up until retirement, and then you just loathe going to work every day. Yeah. That is your life. You make a hundred. You make over a hundred. Congrats! You made over a hundred thousand mm -hmm. dollars, but you are miserable every time you go to work. Yep. You are miserable. That's your life. That's the thing. That's that's the the sacrifice. Um, we definitely just don't want to get caught up in that that life. Uh, I, I see it a lot. Um, well, I've seen it a lot. I think um, that's the majority of people. Yeah, like it's it's common for real. And you know, I think our generation has definitely changed the game. Um, just being willing to take pay cuts um, to to work in a purposeful place, you right. know, we are the generation that would do that. Um, and we're, we're, I think we're I think we're blessed and we're enlightened to do that because you know, like you know, um, 
there's two thought there's two thought processes you know you got the you know the eric thomas thank god it's monday mm-hmm. and then you have the thought processes thank god it's friday mm-hmm. you are so tired of your job monday through friday it doesn't stress you out so much that you're looking for the two out of the seven days out of your week yeah you can enjoy two out of seven that is your life two out of seven you enjoy it. <laughs> think about that that's, that's a cool. sick that's a sick life right yeah, it is but but hey you got money that's america yeah, oh my god just imagine you tally that up like over the years like so that means you're only really happy what 105 days out the year just doing work that you don't want and and, and that's and that's something that you got to think about like yeah yeah oh yeah like you like how do you want to live your life this is your life once it's done it's over it's over and you just you just did this to survive yeah <laughs> yeah and that doing it to survive is only temp- surviving is only a temporary state because you gotta go <laughs> you gotta go, you gotta go it's it's no if ands about about it you gotta go gotta keep going forward like yeah that's what i'm saying like you know um and and i and i think people you know who take the vacation who take their their personal time you know i think we're taught we talk so much about mental health i think that is the beautiful thing about this generation i think we're starting to like self-care mm. is important i think when Definitely. you talk about like our parents or baby boomers, they were all about work hard and you'll get what you want. Yeah. Like Sleep you worked you worked forty years for a pension at a job you didn't like. Like I appreciate it, but you didn't even live. You survived. Yeah. And we also just gotta respect the the different like the, as the generations go on, you know, like mm-hmm. the roles and our what we're able to do has changed. So right. we gotta a value the sacrifices that our parents and our grandparents have made for us to now be in a position where we can, you know, not really focus on money, but more about our purpose and, you know, what kind of impact that we bring it back to our community opposed to just the dollar figure. Um, we wouldn't be able to do that without our parents sacrificing, you know, their careers and, and doing oh, what absolutely. they do. So, you know, it's, it's all, it's all a process and just leveling up. Um, I do want to give out some, uh, some steps because I, for, from now on, you know, for every episode, I'm going to try to drop some, some action items. Five steps. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, dog. Four. (laughs) Yeah. And three wishes. And three wishes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yo. So, um, this is um really intentional, man. So you know, take some time to dive to you know digest this and think about it. You know, for whatever, um, you might be going through, or um, you can share for real. So just thinking about overcoming obstacles and um, providing some action item steps. Um, the first thing you would like to do, or I would recommend, is just recognize the obstacle, recognize the trigger, um, recognize whatever you're going through, and um, claim that this is not it. You know, this is not the end of your road, um, but you just understand the position that you are in and how you can get out of it. You know what I'm saying? So first, recognize your obstacle, recognize the trigger. Um, number two, second step, stay in the routine. Uh, whatever you've been doing, um, whether you're in school, whether you're in work, you know, whatever you got to do, do that shit. Um, and, and show up, continue to show up, uh, even when you're going through whatever you're going through. It's very important that you just show the fuck up. Uh, step number three, turn your negative energy into some positive action. 
I think this is the mm. most essential one right here. Uh, this is the one that really, like, if you think about some of the greatest things that we have in this world and some of the greatest people, they all been through some real ass stuff. Mm. And that stuff is the defining moment of their greatness. Um, so if you're going through something, just understand if you continue to go through it, you know, that was it pressure pressure brings Do something about it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like, yo. so that is the opportunity for you to come out as a stronger person and, and can i add something Most to that definitely so there's a word um that that's perfect for that it's called ownership right mm. there's the ownership mentality there's the victim mentality yep. when you when you believe that it is someone else's fault like that you are in the position that you're in you take away power from yourself yeah. to change your circumstances if you blame somebody else, you're like, well, then what do you do about it if it's not your fault, if you're not owning up to it? But when you say, like, you know what, like, it could be anything. You know what, um, I'm not where I want to be in, you know, um, in my career. Maybe, I like, if you're doing something in which you can train or take classes, take the classes. If you can do something in which you can just maybe, I don't know, add more hours in, add the hours, do the work. And then you feel empowered, like I'm doing something about this. And every day that you're doing something about it, you feel better about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Do the work. When you take the victim mentality, you're gonna stay in that funk. You're gonna stay depressed. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to play the victim, I'm. This isn't a fairy tale. Ain't no hero coming to save you. You you are you are your own hero. So nobody does, nobody owes you shit. Ain't nobody they, coming to they save. They don't you. owe you anything. That's that's a bar. For the rap. All right, um, back to it. Number four, um, take a day off. No more than two, if really necessary. Um, you know, whatever you're going through, whatever that, that obstacle might be, you know, we will say to push through, but there are also times where rest is necessary. Um, and collect yourself, you know. That's Take a day off. Be, be strategic with it. Yeah, not, not no porn, not no... Video games. I ain't talking about like a, a full like relaxing day off, but like think about it, you know, and, and be strategic with it, like like Sonny said. Anything you want to spend on that? I mean, yeah, like definitely, like you don't you don't want to stress yourself out like trying to push through something to where as you break. You don't want to break. You want to like okay, take a like almost like when you're taking that break, it's like a breath, like you're, t- you're breathing. You're taking the time to breathe, like okay, and then and then put positive thoughts. Take that time to put positive thoughts and encouragement into your mind. Like only allow positive energy into your life during that time because then that will recharge your battery to keep going. You know what I'm saying? Don't wear yourself out to where as you just you break and you quit on yourself. Take a chance, breathe, you know, take a time, breathe, and then get get back in the game. Big facts. And then uh number five. Dramatic pause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was waiting. I, I was I was gonna word this differently, but I'll just I'll go with it. Um, don't hurt people while you hurt. Um, you know you're going through a difficult time, and mm. I think you know when you go through those times, it's easy to attract to the wrong type of people, mm-hmm. um, and 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 then really get involved in the wrong type of things. Um, it is really important to connect with people, um, but also to ensure that it's purposeful. Um, and, and your attentions are right. What I really mean by that as well is this like if you're a leader of a squad and you, you, you're you in a bad mood, um, your bad mood affects other people. You know, 
when they see you in a rut or you going through something, you really can't express it, and they don't know what you're going through, but they see it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it affects your next person, and you really don't know, you know, how that that can spiral. So you just don't want to put whatever you're going through on somebody else. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and uh, oh, whoa, yo, yeah, and I think uh, I guess the sports references, you know, and it kind of goes into number four where it's like, hey, um, in basketball, if they see like a team is going on a run against them. You'll call a timeout, yeah, to take a break, and then come up with a plan on how to attack or address what's happening exactly. in the game. Yeah, what a, that timeout does is it stops the momentum against you, mm-hmm. and gives you the opportunity to it, it gives this time to back off, give get some perspective, because you'll only be able to address it differently once you have a change in perspective. Yeah. So that's, that was a good example. And then and going into that, you need to have some people on your team mm-hmm. yep. that have that different perspective and that are effective in communicating what their perspective is. Yeah, and and just to even expand on that even further, like like, like all right, just to wrap it all together cuz you mentioned leaders, right? How leaders can affect the team during that timeout. What is your head? What is the head coach then? Mm-hmm. Like, what is the star playing on the team? What is his demeanor? What is his like? Because that could determine whether y'all gonna come back or y'all just gonna quit yeah. on the game. Because if your star player is just like, yeah, we gonna call it a night, fellas. I mean, yeah, yeah perfect example. I mean, remember yeah. the Jordan doc where like they called a timeout and he's like, it is one timeout where he's doing all this crazy shit and feels like, hey, just pass the ball. And then there's another timeout where Jordan's in there. like He's like, hey, Steve Curry, they're going to double me, and I know you're going to be open. Mm-hmm. So it's And they always look at LeBron when a timeout was like, what's LeBron doing during this timeout? Yep. Mm-hmm. How is he acting? Is he pouting on the side? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or is he in the huddle Perfect. trying to encourage his teammates? Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot, man. That's, that's, that's big. So that's the five right there, man. I'm just going to go through it real quick one more time because, you know, you got to hear it again. Number one. Number one, recognize the triggers and obstacles. Um, Don't own it, but you just gain that perspective. Um, Number two, stay in the routine, whether it be school, work, um, going to the gym, eating right. Just stay in your routine the best you can because I know it's tough. Mm -hmm. Uh, Step three, this is the most important one. Um, Turn that negative injury energy the darkness Mm. into positive action make it happen uh step number four take a day off if you need it only if you need it don't take no more than two though because then you're just overdoing it (laughs) then you ain't (laughs) then you're relaxing you're just having too much fun and number five man don't hurt people while you hurt but really just want to say communicate man communicate effectively um, and put put in some good words into other people while you going through whatever you going through, man. Cause it'll, it'll come back. Yeah, it's a lot of power in positive speech, and I think um, it's kind of like a common thing where it's like we are in the generation where mental health and all this other stuff is like becoming like a, a main or a primary topic in yeah. today's world. Versus where we back in the day, it's like. Man, it's it a mystery. It yeah, just, it's what it was. Man, the fuck up, bro. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's big. Especially, you know, COVID, you know, getting through that. And, you know, a lot of people now understanding how important mental health is. Um, yeah. 
Definitely, man. We we learning a lot through this panoramic, man. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. This pepperoni been crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> <It's> I, <panini. laughs> I ain't got no name for it. <laughs> that nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> all right man that's our episode uh appreciate y'all support um y'all already know the deal subscribe to us on youtube follow us on instagram and facebook um but most importantly instagram yo yeah go go there follow and then share yeah, that's that's really the most important. Yeah. We appreciate the follow, but we appreciate even more you sharing this uh this wealth with your comrades. Most definitely, most definitely. And as you see behind us, the fresh logo is here. So A wonderful change. Just know, we moving. Yeah, and we still, we still here. Yeah, and y'all gonna see it. You know, we gonna we we have said it. You know, so many months uh, now, and y'all see it's slowly progressing, and I will continue to see that. So we appreciate y'all support, and um, even the haters, and the know. haters. Yeah, we and let's turn haters. that negative energy into something positive. Right. If it's up, then it's stuck. Then it's stuck. <laughs> hey, yo, I can't then wait till we get outside, yo. Oh man, <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> He was hitting him with the little baby crossover. Hey, whole time though. <laughs> right. I'm telling you, I'm ready to get back outside. Sunday we was talking about hooping. Yes, yo. Yo, like man, I'm I'm just ready to get back to the to the, to the good old times. I think bro. you know what? I think the COVID makes it makes like the cold weather even worse, man. Because it just limits. Like, goddamn, all we had was outside. Hey, yo. Like, cause now, now we get the, we can at least start off like as we're hopefully dying, you know, dialing down the COVID procedures. At least now we can enjoy certain things outside, hotter weather, like you know, warmer weather, do more things. Yeah, you know, it's coming, yo. Daylight saving is coming. They need to end that. Any other um, thing? Anything else? Nah, I mean, yeah, no, I don't got nothing you, else. You mentioned it. Daylight saving, so you know. Shit, by the time y'all hear this, it might be time for y'all to move your clocks forward so y'all niggas gonna be losing sleep. Mm. What what day is it? Damn. We gain daylight to Next not week? be able okay. to do shit. Change though. Hitting the strip club. All right, let me stop right there. Appreciate y'all support. <laughs> <laughs> if it's up, then it's stuck. <laughs> hey uh, Oh, guess who just showed oh, up? Oh my god. Big bands busting out the Bentley oh band thing. <laughs> So, welcome to the House in Order segment of the What's Good Bro podcast. We got our boy Tweezy Chain, Tweezy Chain, Tweezy Four Chains. Boat Chains. Two rings. Three jobs. And a baby. (laughs) Two. (laughs) And a baby. God damn, your card is full, nigga. Purchase. Check out. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Who? Well, since Twan missed a whole oh. episode, we're going to talk about <laughs> some some uh, House and Order shit. Uh, as y'all know, uh, House and Order is Twan's, yeah, movement. You look at his titties. Um, you see the brand right there in between the breast. Um, <laughs> but what we're going to talk about is this is some local shit. It's really, it literally shit. Um, oh, my God. And, and, 
the local public schools, we had a young gentleman who made it through what it was like four years of high school. Yeah, so he completed a, high school. He completed high school with a point what? What's it, one three? Uh, point one three. A point one three. He can hardly spell it. GPA. Now we try to figure out well. There was so much that went wrong with that. Yo, a whole lot. We try to figure out how it continued to go wrong for that long. Well, let's just start here. It starts first in the house. And in the great words of my man, Red Foreman, his parents are dumbasses. Stop. I can say that because you're not going to sit here and tell me. Hey, yo, you you can't. No, no, Yes. no. Yes, sometimes something is okay. But this is also where it goes on the school because I think in the article it says that the mother was only contacted once mm-hmm. by a no. teacher in all four years. <laughs> they dumbasses too. That whole school's full part of dumbasses. Retards. Retards. We can't Retards. even say that in and 2020. What, what is weird though? I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna just say some facts in this in the story. Yeah, what's what's really weird about this is even though his GPA was a a one point three something. He was still like above the top fifty percent of his class. So, <laughs> a room full of dumbasses? What school is this? So exactly. So it's it's bigger than oh, a student. So he was in the fiftieth percentile. He was like fifty yeah, he was he was above the fifty percentile. So it says that uh in his four years in high school. I just want to make sure I'm hurt, and you know, I move a lot. Yo, Twan, shut up! You like I'm really mad. Twan came in fire, hot dog. Yo, super hot, literally hot. But, but forehead listen, sweat. Listen, listen. So he, Yo. in his four years, he passed three classes. I want to see the transcript. Um, they had pictures of it. Yeah, like, they did. But the thing is, is like even though he failed like English one, the next year they put him in English two. So the parent, she thought. That he was passing. If you, no, she assumed. <laughs> she assumed. Oh my god. Well, yes. Wow. I mean, she didn't make an ass out of. She didn't assume. They passed them. Yeah, she, the I mean, class. she really didn't assume because if you get a transcript or. I'm not aware of how how like you know maybe Twan could probably speak to it, but like. Like, don't they, they still do, like, quarterly, like, uh, like report cards. Yeah, so you're not going to ask to see your child's report card? You're not going to ask to see the progress? Well, I do know. Didn't they change the law or something where they didn't have to show their parents' transcripts or something like that? I don't, I don't have no kids. Yeah. I I don't, that's know. why I asked you, bro. Like, oh, I'm like. I can't know better. So, so, like, do they still do a quarterly? Like, he got to show you, like, his they, stuff? Yeah, if he's, like, doing bad or whatever, they'll send him, like, an intern. Okay. So if it's like, I remember this. I asked him if, if his grades mm-hmm. are like below like a C, I asked him. I like, I want to intern. I don't care if he passes. So at this point, right? Like, all right, and I, and I agree with Twan in this sense. Not like not not all the way, but I agree with him in this sense. <laughs> if you go a whole school year as a parent, you're not gonna ask to see no grades. You're not gonna ask she, to see nothing. She got three children. She got three jobs. Then ask to see all three of them. And it's it's a lot to maintain. So the whole year, you're not know. asking, you're not seeing no grades. You got two jobs, and you don't really have that much time. Imagine having another job and having to keep track of three kids. I mean, I can imagine having 
seeing like I, I mean I, I don't I don't know because if I see if I see report card I'm not even listening to you y'all. I'm not even if I see a report card and he's clearly moving on to the next like level of that subject matter then I I'm gonna assume that he's passing but I don't know what his grades were. I'm me. I be. I mean, I guess time to change. That, that's irresponsible, like on on both sides. Because at the end of the day, like I know, I know in my, I know in my situation, my 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 parents, both of them are gonna want to see my grades. Yeah. They're gonna want to see what I did, like yeah. at some point, because I'm just going through. They, they're not gonna let me go through the motions. Like you know what I'm saying. At yeah. the end of the day, your kid is your top priority. I mean, like, just imagine though, yo, like. You go through high school all four years. You you think you're ready to graduate, and then whole time they say you gotta do another three years because your GPA ain't well, it at all. Years. First of all, in the state of Maryland, you have to pass uh, state assessments in English ten, biology, and I think algebra. So, how was he about to graduate or even close to graduating? Repeat the grade. Well, he got he got to rewind and go all the way back to the. Beginning. No, we talking about the wrong read. He is a retard. <laughs> stop! Stop! <laughs> oh, you stop. both are all, no, no, no. So nah, yo, we can't let that. One so go, we gonna yo. treat him like the retarded kids, nah, and he won't graduate yo. till he's twenty one. Stop it, yo! No, 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 no. no. I mean that's cool, but I don't feel like this is that that situation. Oh this, God, is a, this is a this is a this school. It's fucked up. Look, everybody failed in this no, situation. Yo. Exactly. Oh. You point the fingers at everybody. No, he, no, no, yo, he, was, he just definitely needs to be more attentive to to the things that you're doing, you working on. Like you got to pay more attention to detail, details, yo. You got to pay attention to details. Reading the art, it didn't say that this nigga like he only showed up to like. Ten days of school with some crazy shit. Yeah, the yeah. Year. His his like, attendance wasn't it wasn't what was matching. He doing? What was he doing? I mean, it's that's that's a case as well. His attendance. I'm just was saying poor. this is the school to prison, the public school to prison pipeline right there. Oh my god! Ain't no way that you can get out of high school with no education and be a successful adult. He's going to end up in prison. There are and the goal is for not that. It's the the prison the school to prison pipeline. So right he there. he was ranked uh ranked one uh said one uh sixty two sixty second out of one twenty of his class. All right, so just below the fifty percent. Yeah. All right, but um, so how they concluded this though is um, apparently they allow him to um enroll in an accelerated program. Accelerated. So, yeah, so he'll he be slow down. He couldn't do it in four years. I ain't going to try to speed it up. <laughs> because it wasn't his fault, yo. So he needs another eight. He wasn't going to school. Whose fault is now, that? Now, here's the thing. Now, we, here, here's the thing. They, do, do they Come. even have a bus coming down his we, way? We just yes, talked yes, about yes, we just, the kids go to, they don't even have to pay to get on the bus. They got the We just talked passes. about ownership and accountability, <laughs> right? We just talked about this, right? I, I'm putting this on the school. You got to no, show up to the everybody school. Everybody failed. Everybody. Okay. The, 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 All right. Yeah. I gotta. I gotta find out. I gotta find out. Yeah. How? What is his attendance rate? And then 
I will agree with y'all. If his attendance was like really, really it's poor, in there somewhere. I that know it is. I didn't show up. He missed more than I think half the school year. That's what I'm saying. That's going to happen. So even if he was like, so that's not yeah. even about him not being able to comprehend the the lesson. Yeah, he's not there for the lesson, so um, he's behind in school. So it's not about well that too. Well, that's, but I'm saying yes, if you don't show up it. to school, how are you going to learn a lesson? So then you on less they on lesson five. You ain't even listen to lesson one. So yeah, you're going to fail exams, tests, everything. But then it's just like at some point, I ain't gonna talk about and I, I know circumstances can be rough. <laughs> no, I know circumstances fine. can be rough, right? Right. right. The mama has to take accountability because you bought the baby here, you gotta raise him. Um, whatever your situation is, and if this happens, this was on you. This is your responsibility. The the <laughs> what did uh, <laughs> uh, Joe Clark said? The um, you smoke it? crack, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> The failure is yours. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, R.I.P. Joe Clark. Yeah. R.I.P. Joe Clark. Energy, yo. Energy. <laughs> no, yo. That boy didn't ask to be here. You got to raise him. You got to make you, you 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 make sure he shows up to school. That is on you, mama. I'm sorry. Yeah, this was this was a big story a couple of weeks ago, yo. Like, she it's, pro- it's, I mean, it's a lot of a failed. Um, parties in this in this story and, and that's what i'm saying like yes the school definitely fell absolutely you don't let a kid with a point three no like if when he repeats the ninth grade that should be the sign like okay he's yeah. not moving on now we can work to improve stuff they don't want a whole school oh, to be repeating the classes though. that's what it is <laughs> then give him uh, it's 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 he the whole summer school summer school summer school all right yo all right, Tuan, this this is this is your corner, dog. Tuan, you get the last the last words. Yeah, you missed David. That's the nicest thing. You I was about, about to say. David. I was about to say. Oh, did you hear? <laughs> Look at that. I right, yo, just take it. Just take it. The brotherhood. <laughs> That's a teardrop right there. That's that's about eight years of work. Jesus. Alright. Is anybody got anything else to say on this? Or anything else? No, no bad. No, yeah, I I could yeah, I could say some things, but no, nah, I'm not I think everyone is in this uh story is probably embarrassed enough, so I'm not gonna say nothing any more harsh than what I've already said. Yes. I think you are correct yeah, for was, that. He was the harshest one on here. <laughs> and we want to say that um, everybody's opinions stand on their own two feet, <laughs> not the platform. Wow. <laughs> you got to protect yourself, yo. You got to open your cock up your ass. It's like, nah, yo. It ain't nothing but facts, though. Uh, we appreciate y'all listening, man. We appreciate y'all support, yo. Um Tuan, you got any shout outs? Um, uh, yes. Anything you want to? Um, apologies. You know, I, I, I have to get that. Um, but, you know, support is always welcome. And not only just for the podcast, but just for myself. Like I said, House of Order. You can find it on Bubble, And, uh, yeah. Got two bands so far. <laughs> Yo, the process has begun, man. It's a dream. It's all a dream. <laughs> 
All, all right. Okay. All right. Hey, yo. going to hit us with the vocals. Why did you just touch me like that? That's why he was lit. Why he just touched me? Dre on one, yo. As soon as Twan, as soon as Twan came in, Dre Robert, turned up too. All right, y'all. Thank you. Why you got a <laughs> uh, on your, you got. Uh, 